Yo, what's up? This is the Morning Sneakers Podcast, episode 111. I'm your host, T.O. Sneakerheads, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams. We at the closing moments of January. Before we know it, it's going to be April. Why you say that? Because January is just shot by. Okay. And, and then you got February as a short month. So, February... But it's an important one. Oh, oh, you know it is. It's always an important one. Thank you. Don't skip over it. And so, I'm not going. I'm not going to skip over it. Want to enjoy it, obviously. But it's just the point. It just seemed like the time is just okay. Like when you go into like planning for your year, right? Mm-hmm. It seemed like you got all this time to to get your shit together to do what needs to be done. You're like, ah, 52 weeks, 365 days. It's not enough. Uh, I was in that day, though. Right. So it's just like when you get through a week, you know, and you go into that other week, it's like you blink and you're already in the third week. You're right. Except when I'm at work. <laughs> I've so, been there for three months in my head. See? So it's, it's, it's just one of those processes where. I kind of like put, I, I've been putting myself in like a mental state of like being closer to like certain dates than I'm already am mm-hmm. just so I can like, kind of like keep a pace. Okay. Cause I feel like. Give yourself like a deadline. Yeah. Cause it's like, I feel like even when you have a deadline, like with the way time feel like it's just going so fast and rapid right now, uh-huh. I feel like, um, you got to kind of like be like, okay, it's January. I ain't got this due until April. Mm-hmm. I got to treat it like it's the end of February. Because, like, sometimes we think we got a little bit of time, which, depending on the circumstances of your situation and what you're doing, yeah, you got time. Especially if you don't got deadlines. Right. You know, you got a little bit more time to float along, but sometimes you can still get caught. Well, yeah, I think way. when you don't have deadlines for certain things, it just float on to the other day. It just float on together, and then bam. Whatever you're supposed to do ain't got done. Cause. Right. And then then you realize a whole week done passed. Right. Then and a whole month. And then all these, it was like all these little things you thought you had to do. Now you got to do all these little things plus one other thing that you thought you had time to do. Right. So all like kind of compile itself. Yeah. So that's that's just that's just the point that how I'm looking at. I just, I was, I, I guess because of 2022, I want to just make sure I'm just. Staying on pace as much okay. as as much as possible. Even if I got due dates. I know due dates can be changed and be shifted. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, I just want to keep a solid pace of just knowing, like, even if it's, like, paying for something or getting something done. Because not everything that I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm expecting to, like, drop right away or do this right away. Or right. Whatever the case That's might be. It's a process. It's just trying to, like, gain a spectrum of everything have the new year in the way time has been going have it had you kind of like switch up how you approach things or do you approach them the normal way that you've been approaching them um <coughs> i switch them up in the no i didn't switch it up what okay. one thing i have done is i have a habit of doing a to-do list Okay. And then if something else happens, I be like, okay, I can do it tomorrow. Or and and the stuff will eventually get done. But what I do now is just like do it now. 
Yeah, I, I've been making like daily to do lists mm-hmm. and try my best to make sure I execute at least like if it's five things, mm-hmm. make sure I get the three most important done. Yeah. Uh, and I'm most productive in the morning when I don't feel like being up. Okay. So I'm like, let me get this over with. Right. So I can lay down, or, you know, just chill the rest of my day. Or if I'm at work, I'm. I'm supposed to be there at 10. I'm always there at like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. <laughs> Just to get it out the way. Yeah. And then, because you don't know what the rest of the day is going to entail. So, that's what I've been doing. Just trying to do it. Do it now. Don't do it in an hour. Are they open? Call them now. Right. Because, yeah. And then, sometimes that's the problem, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, we might be waiting on somebody else on our time mm-hmm. you might reach out about something inquiring about something or waiting for some information back mm-hmm. so you can move forward and move to the next step of your process and that could be the thing that's holding you up right so it's like it's a double it's a double-edged sword to it but as long as you're making sure you're productive on your end yeah it makes you feel a lot better because right. you know you're doing all that you can within the space My of what means. you're supposed to be doing right you know to be successful um and I feel, I feel very good and very progressive about this year. I know it's just been like the first year, and a lot of times that's how people feel. But I feel like when you have, uh, when you come into it with good energy mm-hmm. and a basis of consistency, yeah, you know, and and acknowledging that and keeping that, like I said, that pace, right? You know, even though stuff that might not go perfectly or might not go expect the way is what's expected, mm-hmm. you can kind of you can kind of deal with it a little, a little bit better, yeah. You know, instead of like shit just shutting down or not happening, or you realize you're a month behind because you just didn't make the time to do this, that, and the third. Right. You know, um, Jordan Brand, they said, what, 80 Jordans so far that's supposed to be releasing this year? Yeah. Dropping 80. Like, what are your thoughts on what you've seen? Um. Well, do you think this is one of the better years? That's all right. Really? I think it, I think it's better. Um, maybe as uh, a a little OG wise, but creatively. Mm-hmm. Like um, what is them? Uh, <clears throat> it's some threes I seen. And those twos, the lucky three. The lucky green twos. I like the um, the white and gray ones. I really like a lot. Not the the cool gray ones is cool. I need to see them again. But like the white and gray ones is really dope to me. Um, the Laney colorway is coming back out. I don't know how I feel about it. Why? I don't know. I don't like you know. I was big into SB, so like it reminds me of like the Mars Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Elaney, you know, it was so fire to me at the time because they had that suede. Mm-hmm. And, like, just seeing it with the leather on leather is just, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad shoe. It's just not it's just not captivating me the, the, the same way that the other one did. <clears throat> it's giving me it's giving me dunkish vibes. Yeah. But still, I want them. I want the ones. I don't think they got some 14s coming out. I'm not too fond of those. Oh, those silver ones? Mm-hmm. I, I actually like those. No, it's a lady colorway. Oh, it is the OG language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need those. Um, for some reason they got pandas. Uh, uh, Air Jordan one low panda. Yeah, they're... you can keep. 
I'm telling you, they got a lot of this <laughs> fabric and, and textile just, just sitting around. Um, I like the, uh, oh, they got the Toro Sixes coming out. I'll keep that too. Why? I don't, I don't like that. Oh, and it's supposed to be suede, right? Mm-hmm. I think that leather one probably was better. Better. Do you? I had to see them in person. I from the picture that. that I seen, it looked like that the the leather one was better. From what I can see, I don't like sixes, but I like <clears> that one. Uh, let me see. What else? Where is the other one? I see. It was a. From from what I from what I've personally seen, it looked like it's, it could be a pretty solid year. It is. It'll be better than most, but that makes sense because um, they said that they were coming up on inventory now. Did you did you see it was supposed to be like a um, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, like a Neapolitan eleven, join eleven. Mm. Like I've been seeing these mockups where they have like. It's like white and pink. Yeah, like the white and pink, and they had like the uh, the white and brown. I didn't see the white and brown ones. <clears throat> yeah, it, but it was just like a it was just like a mock up. It wasn't like an actual shoe. But no, okay. I, I'm I'm very interested to see something like that. Mm, I'm not a living girl. I know you're not, but still. Oh, and the playoff eights. Carter was excited for those. The playoff face are dope. Mm-hmm. The playoff face are dope. Um, they they bringing the burgundy files back. I did see that. Those might be nice. If they don't, if they don't change the suede on them, oh. hopefully they keep the suede the same. Hopefully. <clears throat> um. But yeah, overall, I think it's 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 going to be a solid year. Um, for like the Jordans that's releasing, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot for everybody. Speculation about the Cherry 12s, like we talked about last mm-hmm. time, potentially or could be releasing. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I still feel like 2020 is probably like like one of the best year, one of the best year, recent years of releases. Really? Yeah. What came out in 2020? 2020, it was the, like the Carolina 3s and... Or was that 19? I think that was 2020 because it was COVID. Or was it 19? It was either 19 or 20. But <laughs> I might be getting them mixed up. Because there was a lot going on in. Whenever the Carolina 3s came Yeah, like the Carolina 3s had dropped. Um, you know, Off-White was dropping. Jerry Lorenzo, you know, I spoke about this like a couple episodes ago, you know. Like that's when Ye dropped the Quantum. You know, it's just like at that, was at that point. It it might be twenty, because All Star Weekend was in Chicago. Look up and see what your All Star Weekend was in Chicago. It was in twenty. Yeah, so because yeah, it 20. shut down right right after. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So that's you know, it was a lot of dope shit coming out at that time mm-hmm. from a lot of dope people. Um, I don't know because it's a lot that we don't see yet. We know Travis Scott is dropping some lows. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm interested to see what collaborative efforts that they have that they dropping. <laughs> uh. Drop the Terra Squad one. Go ahead. Don't play with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but just make one for him. Hey, hey, hey that that'll be perfect. Just make me one in every color. Because <laughs> DJ Kelly got his, so mine should be like right around the corner. <laughs> like my Beyonce boxes. Hey, hey we in the same boat. <laughs> 
Did you know she did a performance for twenty four million dollars in, in Dubai? Dubai? Yes. And her manager got twenty three million, and she took a million of it. What? Her daughter. Oh, yeah. okay, Blue Ivy. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that's dope. That's hard. I seen that she was a uh, she was performing brown skin girl with a. Yeah, man. That Maybe was dope. they're grooming her to be an entertainer. <laughs> really? I, hey, I'm sorry. Do it again. Hey, it might happen. <laughs> the way these allergies been kicking my ass, man. I don't know if anybody else been feeling this shit. But yesterday, my face felt like it was about to fall off. I mean, it's technically, it's is it one? Is it no? It's not spring yet, is it? No, is this March? See, it's, I'm trying to see. You, it's not. It's not <laughs> March. It's, we haven't even. You were just talking about me skipping. You just skipped to March. Sorry. <clears throat> see what I'm saying? But no, I thought I thought that whole situation was dope. Uh. And like when they broke that down, I, and they said that she was the man, I thought that was hard. Yeah, you know, and they, they go into her account. That's know? right. So give like, her that's, trust. That's 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 a dope little situation. So I know I know they in, enjoyed <laughs> the shit out of enjoyed the shit out of that, their performance in that show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so why are we talking about shows? Okay. So in twenty twenty three, I am trying to make an effort. <laughs> quote unquote mm-hmm. to you know dive deeper into the sports thing okay not you said actual, talk about shows did, not, did, when you watch sports sports is not a show oh it's a show because yeah. it kept me entertained okay, okay i like to be entertained so not you know maybe they'll lose me during the game a little bit but guess what They've been entertaining me come on tell me about this shannon sharp versus the memphis grizzly because it just it was going he was incredible hulking a little bit around. Yeah, it was uh it was halftime going to like the third quarter. So what so I don't think happened? the game or did it happen at the end of half like closing the halftime? I don't know. It was it was weird to like to see how like the timing of it, but so LeBron was uh I can't even think of the nigga name, the nigga with the braids. Uh he was being defended by him. I don't know why I can't uh, think of his uh, name. It's uh, pissing uh, me uh, off right now. I seen it. Dylan. Yeah, so he was being guarded by him. LeBron just had an off night, I just feel like. He wasn't he was being aggressive, but I think he was he was flustered a little bit. I just feel like he had an off night. because uh, he had like thirteen points in like the first half, mm-hmm. ended the game with I think like twenty three or maybe more. Um so Shannon Sharp had some remarks, had some words for him, and basically told him that uh, you too little to go out LeBron, taking up after this guy, which, you know, on the sideline, you see that a lot. Okay. You yeah, know, yeah. like just think about the Jack Nicholsons, the Spike Lees, mm-hmm. and like the Spike Lee, like Spike Lee and Reggie Miller was about to fight one game. Like that's how real they situation got. Like they straight had a beef. Entertainment. Um, and so he called him, he called him a bitch. I guess he didn't have a comeback. Who? He called. Who called <clears throat> Dylan? Yeah. Called him that big dude. Okay. Yeah. So he called him. He called him a bitch. Oh wow. So he called him a bitch again. Oh. And then so when that happened, then Jabra Morant said something. He was like sit your old ass down. <gasps> and then he said it again. So that's when Adams, Stephen Adams, said something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he said to this day. I don't know what he said. Whatever he said, it got uh, up to the point where he was like, you here now. Dang. And that's when he proceeded to come over, 
And that's when it was, you know what I'm saying, it was ready to go up and get turned up. And then, you know, so you got Ja in the middle of it. You got Cause Steven. Because daddy came yeah. up, too. So then, so then he was like, this ain't what you want. <laughs> this ain't what you want. It's talking to his pops. And so it was just continuing to go up, go up from there. Um, I think it was just one of those situations to where I think Dylan didn't have no comeback. <laughs> and he just had the wrong comeback. The wrong one. You know, I think he should have just kept it as just, you know, just just spitting the shit back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it happens. Um, but he wasn't for the bullshit. He was, yeah, he wasn't. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, he wasn't really finna fight Dylan. It was more or less Adams. So, that's and that's the thing that's triggering is, like, what the fuck did he, like, say? Did he say he was going to beat his ass first? Mm-hmm. And that's why he, like, no, nah, well, you bring your ass over here. Like, I'm not coming over. You come your ass over here because it would have been more of a bigger thing if he would have walked. Over there. Over there and stepped onto the court, stepped onto the floor. So, so yeah, I, I really want to know what he said. Um, but I did watch Undisputed um, this morning. Well, yesterday morning. And he apologized. Okay. He apologized to everybody and their mama. He apologized to his mama, his family. <laughs> he apologized to the Grizzlies, everybody on the Grizzlies. He apologized to... All the fans, Lakers, the owner of the Lakers. He he apologized to everybody. And at first I thought like, uh, I thought he was gonna double down, so I was finna have the popcorn and enjoy the show. Uh-huh. But I understand the reason why he didn't double down on his actions and more or less, you know, gave the apology and 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 didn't stand on his actions the way we all thought he would have. Okay. So why and do you think? And that's because I believe he was coming from a perspective of holding, like he how he tried to hold other athletes mm-hmm. and people of a, a famous standard. Yeah, famous space to a certain standard. He was holding himself to that standard as well. And I can respect that. Yeah, me too. Because it's a lot of times where, you know, people will hold other people for a higher standard, but then get themselves an escape goal. Like it's potting over. Yeah, so, cause I was, cause I was like, okay, this finna be interesting, cause I want to know what Skip gonna have to say in rebuttal of it. What Skip say? And um, you know what? I don't remember. Cause I I, I ended up clicking it off. I had I had to go and do something, but okay, um, cause I don't want to hear what Skip say from Pat Meagles. But obviously it didn't. It. Obviously it wasn't nothing crazy because it didn't turn nothing up. Yeah. So, um. And I think it was just like more or less like a little monologue. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm just. But they never stopped Skip or Thor. I'm telling you. Yeah. They probably had the entertainment part of sports. They probably they probably had a conversation prior to him and just like yo, this is what I'm saying. Don't interrupt. Don't say shit. And just you know. Well, you know they probably can't have. They probably can't that, and also they probably can't have too much, too many more of these situations. I mean, I don't like it, but I'm gonna watch. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, much respect to Unc and how he handled the situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he looked very nice <clears throat> in his sweater. It was it was nice to see. You know, he's ready to go to war. <laughs> no, because it, it's it's so different nowadays. You know, it's like people feel like they can disrespect you and get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's like you gotta so hard to like pick and choose your battles of defending yourself and you know yeah so 
I feel like he was well within his rights to entertain the smoke at yeah. that at that point in time. But I can understand how he didn't want to disrupt the flow mm-hmm. of everything that was going on. But it it happens. You you get this every so often, so I don't, I don't feel bad about it. Absolutely. Nobody got hurt. Right. You know, they did The show. most important thing. And then, you know, the one thing that didn't show widely is, you know, uh, John Morant's father and, and Unc, like, working this situation out. I would say they worked it out that night. Yeah. Like, after he, after he had that little interview mm-hmm. where, he was, where he was still turned up, yeah, they was able to, you know, come to a meeting. Because I That's think good. the situation with Ja's father, he was trying to figure out what was going on, right. who to smoke with. Do I feel like he wanted some of the smoke? I feel like it might have been like a little bit, but I don't know if he was trying to jump all the way in the fire. Right. Uh, but at that point, when it's but up, once you see your son jump up, you gonna jump up. Yeah. Like that's as a parent. And, period. And I think once once Unc saw him coming towards him, he mm-hmm. like, oh, are you want some of this too? Oh, okay, gonna, I got you gonna it for you some too. Of this smoke too. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just one of them heated. It's just one of them heated moments. But it was definitely entertaining. Yeah. And it was so funny because I'm like, just give it a minute. He gonna tweet something, something gonna be said, and then there was a little snippet of that little verbal interview that was done, and it had me hollering. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lakers end up winning that game by a point. Okay. You know what I mean? So, shout out to them winning that game by one point. Yeah, it oh, was wow. a, it was a tight game. It was a it was a it was a good game. It ended up being a really good game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just there. For but that. they need that. They need to win that. After, after he went through what he went through with the Jazz, with the, not the Jazz, the Grizzlies. Uh-huh. Oh, they had to win that game. I don't oh, care how they put Ja was going to talk all um, this. Well, it's not just, it's, it wasn't for me, it wasn't about like, I, I could give a fuck what Ja was going to say. It was just like, it's like, you can't have Unc defending you and then you lose on top of that. You right. Know? That's what I'm saying. You know, you can't have him riding for you like that. Because I don't even Y'all see, make me look bad. Y'all better win it. <laughs> I don't even see no remarks that, that Ja Moran had about the situation. I saw some remarks of LeBron and LeBron, you know, being steadfast with Unc or whatever. So, so that was that was solid. Well, that yeah, was he was riding <clears throat> for him anyway. So, right, you know, but yeah, it was some, it was some fun. Um, it was a fun spectacle that didn't get too far out of hand. And then I his, and then his stylist, his stylist, and got got turned up to a whole nother level because of that cardigan he had on. Man, he looked nice in it. You know what I'm saying? It was nice. It was simple. That's my kind of dress. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nice, simple, classy. Yeah. But they was trying to tear it up and stuff. They was trying to keep him at bay. So. But see, I like this stuff. Like, when stuff is a misunderstanding, but yeah. ain't no violence. And then we can come together after everybody kind of calm down. It's a lot of testosterone. Yeah, but I, but with Steven, um, Adams, it's probably still some smoke in there. Cause whatever he said, cause whatever he said, that's what that's, that's what put that's, him in that yeah. mode. For so, uh, I think do the Lakers play tonight? I don't know. I'm about to tap in and see, but I know they beat Portland a couple of days ago. But then Portland went and beat uh, the Spurs, one forty seven to like one twenty six or some shit or one sixteen. They whooped their ass, but I know that's for another time. <laughs> That's another time getting into Sports Central. Um, so, like, with social media, like, social media is, like, an interesting space, right? Okay. At, at any point, anything can go viral. Anything can go. It could be an old clip. It could be a new clip. It could be 
whatever. It's just all about space and time. Mm-hmm. Um, one person who has been getting a lot of love, a lot of support, and a lot of viral moments is Young Miami from her show. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> from her show, from having Kevin Gates on there and like the, the shit he was saying. And you know what? Now that I mention that nigga, <clears throat> <laughs> all this shit tying together. And it's not no normal shit we really talk about, but hey, fuck right. it. You know, it's 2023. I mean, it's... Litty Two Titty. Save us on your whore. You know, so... um, But she got... What is her show called? Carisha, please. Okay, so that's the name of her show. <laughs> it's like... Because I never knew the name, actual name of it. But it's, uh, it's more or less like a podcast, but like a TV show, like... Yeah. interviewing i think they just call it a podcast it's a show like like type site situation yeah. um recently she have interviewed um uh, trina mm-hmm. and you know she let some cats out the bag every every time she end up letting a cat out the bag some type yeah, of way they, like, they, she gives a very viral moments yeah um i think she's good at what she i actually like her better as a podcaster interviewer mm-hmm. than her music mm-hmm. okay i do so do you think she got a great team i think she has one i kind of think she got it as far as being able to get somebody comfortable enough to have a conversation about things people want to hear it's, yeah. it's not like Somebody said, okay, we're only coming in and we can't talk about this, so only talk about this, this, and this. And she's like, okay, no, we got to talk about it. And, you know, also I think as well, I think because she opened up a little bit Mm -hmm. or opened up a lot. (laughs) A whole lot. You know, she made people comfortable to open up Mm -hmm. as well, you know, so it felt more like a safer space. Yeah. Uh, No judgment. Uh, whatever the case might be. And I think they set the moment. <clears throat> it's a nice space. Dim lights. A couple of Carisha Please drinks. <laughs> and you know, just somebody. She's not too uptight and pretentious that you like, oh my God. Yeah. She's like very, that. she's very herself. Yes. Yeah, so with that being said, we're just going to dive right into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> splash, splash. I'm just saying. Okay, so I... I've seen the first part of the interview. I ain't seen none of it. When it came out, you know, I I watch it on YouTube. Um, and I watched I was, the snippets. And I was driving back home. And then Trina, that's my girl, so I want to see it anyway. Yeah. I didn't see the whole interview because I got home. So I'm like, okay, I, you know, listen mm-hmm. to the rest of it on my way to work tomorrow. By the time I got up, it was... uh. P E E Diddy <laughs> was virally trending everywhere. So apparently, while we were asleep, you know, they get into the what's it called? Um, her little game where she has the Carisha Please cards or something, and you have to like you have to drink if you ever done it or something like that and they got on the subject of golden showers and it went from there it's 
and that's interesting because I've seen segments of where they'd be like, what's the freakiest thing you done did? And this, that, and the third. And, you know. But, like, but nobody's ever said, said that. that. Yeah. We haven't heard that since. <coughs> nobody's been. <clears throat> you need some water. Man, maybe. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get you some. Um, they, we haven't seen anybody associated with that term since R. Kelly. Current. In our culture, so it has a, a certain stigma. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when she said, everybody like, <gasps> okay, that's why she around. All right. Okay, People be clowning. Freaky, and then the Diddy has always been known as somewhat of a freak, and you know, dabs into other things. So people be trying to puzzle piece why well, you know, people said that like people, Drake. huh? <laughs> Like, okay, voluntary and involuntary. No, like, I guess they was having, like, issues. I don't know if it was, like, on purpose. I forgot how the story went. But, yeah, it was said that Diddy had peed on Drake. No, that's not nothing you say and you forget how the story went. No, I've never, like, I've heard bits and pieces, Mm -hmm. but I've never heard, like, the the full story. This is a Google So. But what did you think about the whole thing? I think people do what they do. I feel like people grown. You know, I think what's interesting about the space of it is the comfortability to be able to say it. I respect that. Yeah. You know, um, everybody not in a comfortable space to say say shit like that. But do you think she should have said it? Like, you know, you know, she at least going to hit a million views. Hey, I don't feel like she got nothing to lose by honestly just ramp her up. I don't feel like she taking no shots because of that. No, she did. All she doing I, I is, is getting like a new did. demographic. Golden shower, golden shower traffic. That's what she. That's what she. She getting them emails from goodbye <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? So, so I. But you know, like I was, like I was telling you before. Um, like when it comes to podcasting and everything like that, when it comes to different topics of relationships, sex, and all these different things, like there's a commonality when it comes to, um, to those things, relationships. You know. When it comes to sex, so everybody can speculate on what they think this person does or what they think this person into or whatever the case might be. So when you heard it come from a person's mouth, mm-hmm. <clears throat> depending on who it is, is either validating the situation or it's like, oh, hell no. Nah. You know what I mean? Because it's her and a lot of people fuck with her and a lot of people support her. It's a like for real. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what's up. You know what I mean? Type of situation. So it's not. You know, I don't think no. Well, I ain't gonna say I don't think nothing nobody do should be judged because sometimes shit get extra weird. But <laughs> but in those in those spaces of of things, if that's if that's what people choose to do, that's what they people that's what people choose to do. I think it's just the space of being more open about certain topics. Um, because you're gonna be judged to a sense to people who. <coughs> People who don't fuck with it and people who think it's weird or nasty or whatever the case might be, it's always going to be that demographic of people, whoever whoever that may be. But for the people who enjoy it, for the people who fuck with into it, or even the motherfuckers who thought about it, <clears throat> you know, that's the people that you, you captivating and you and you bringing people on, on the journey and the ride with. So I feel like, if anything, it's just making her a bigger figure 
that people want to fuck with because she's being open, completely open at this point. You can't be no more open than that. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. I found the, the story. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Diddy didn't do it. Oh, he didn't do it? Okay. Okay. T.I.'s, uh, one of T.I.'s friends, um, they were having, it was some movie theater seating mix-up. Okay. And one of his friends uh, supposedly were drunk, but was kind of mad because of some seating and act like he was drunk and peed on Drake. Diddy slapped Drake. Oh, okay. That's, That's what it was. Okay, well, my bad. My bad putting up false information. I got it mixed up. But I could have sworn. I don't know where the... I forgot where I exactly... But I heard that shit. <clears throat> you might have heard some other stuff I ain't never heard before now. No, you know, you um... But, I ain't, like I said, I ain't, I ain't here to judge judge her on that shit. I mean, neither. You know, it was funny. I ain't saying I like it. It was... Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, I don't care if, that you do. I, that's what hey, you do, I like honey. it for her if that's what she enjoys. That's enjoy. what you do, hey. Yeah, hey. You know, and that's the thing, like, depending on who the person is and who the person is with, like, different people can get people to do different shit. Right. And once you expose, you expose. I mean, you get a six-figure allowance. Come on, man. But she could have liked that shit way before him. I mean, I'm just saying. I, just like I said, <clears> people <throat> try to puzzle piece while people like that's, But that's one thing I don't like. Just because she says she into that shit, she could have been to that shit way before that nigga. Well, she could have. <clears throat> but just because she with that nigga, like it ties back to him, and it's like she doing that because of him. Like she might, in, she might well, just automatically with. like the next day it was him. He was called P Diddy. Yeah, no, I get it. You know what I mean? And everybody gonna have to laugh, the kicks and giggles, and all yeah, that yeah. shit. And like he cared because mm. it didn't do anything but bring views to revolt. Yeah, Diddy is Diddy at the end of the day, no matter. Yeah. What what accusation no matter what is said you know diddy is one of them people one of them figureheads that's in that space where shit you damn near can't get to the nigga no way right so it just you know what she do is she do keep me on the edge of my seat to like see what conversation that she brings up with her next guest mm-hmm. that's going to like turn the table for whatever experience yeah and i think that's dope I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't I ain't got no I ain't got no judgment for on it. Mm, me neither. I know I know shit like that. So hey, shout out to her and her golden showers, regular showers, all the showers she like. <laughs> Do you boo? You know? <laughs> it's working for her, apparently. Hey. <laughs> hey. You know, and and that and if she comfortable to step outside her box like that and try different shit, then hey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let her do, let her do what she do. Cause I'ma let her do what she do. God, bitch. You tripping? <laughs> like you just going all, you going all off, all off, all off the Richter. Like okay, while while we on this subject, you had mentioned something about Joe Budden, and, and what's crazy is, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast, watch it sometimes, and you ran across this, and I ain't, I ain't even see this, I ain't even hear it. So you you. Bring me up to speed. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see it either. But I didn't, I wasn't looking for this episode mm-hmm. either. But the little clip went viral. So what it happened was he was saying that women with gay besties, especially these baddies that are out here, like influencers and stuff. So what that's they what got, you mean when you say baddie. Yeah, okay. baddie. Um, uh, have gay besties. 
um, assistants, uh, stylists, whatever, gay okay. men that are around all the time. He was talking about um, a live between Ari, Moneybag Yo's mm-hmm. um, girlfriend, and her, um, I don't know if it's Arrogant Tay's assistant or her assistant, but he does the um, her cooking show on YouTube with her. And he was saying something like, uh, you know, poke your lips out. Oh, yeah, I like to see that. Something like that. And then Moneybag Yo got in the car again on the live. And it just, you know, the conversation kind of went somewhere else. So it was like. Well, so so you alluding to the fact that Moneybag Yo don't know nothing about what the fuck is going on. Well, you can't. I don't. So one. We don't really know if anything's <clears throat> going on, but... Or from what it seems to be going on. Let the, you know, the evidence show. <laughs> from the speculation. Yeah, it's like, it, it's a, <clears throat> a... You know, I don't have a gay bestie per se, but I have gay friends. They don't do nothing that we won't do in front of somebody you know what i'm saying you yeah. the whole thing was the switch up was weird okay. like if you don't do that with her in front of him why would you switch it up in front of him? you know what i'm saying but it's on live so somebody recording this shit so he yes. gonna see it anyway. so he saw it <clears throat> he was on the live so he saw it. that's why you're bringing it up and then everybody start bringing up everything like her and Dream Doll as well, because it's a friend of uh, Eric and Taze as well. How they dance on them provocatively um, in the club. And when you visually, if you don't know that he's gay, you just see him getting a dance with his hand on her butt. And she got a whole boyfriend. So they're saying it's more like a, um, a cover up. Mm. And I don't think people are mad that it's like the cover-up is like a disrespectful thing. Like, you wouldn't do it in front of him. Okay. Don't do it when he not there. Yeah, that's facts. That's simple math. Dream Dog ain't got no doggone boyfriend. And she still do all that stuff. So, people think that, hey, you know, he ain't all that one-sided. Maybe he's two-sided, but he just don't say anything. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I can only speak from a guy, a straight guy perspective. Okay. But as a, as, okay, as a straight guy, I think, if if I, I your like... woman had a gay bestie. Where she was doing all these things. Not even like we'll put the live aside. There's plenty of tapes and video, you know, footage, social media footage where she's dancing on him like you would dance on a straight male. So so this is my thing. This is where she get a little weird, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of just normal like videos that you would see, whether it's social media, mm-hmm. whether you see on like a uh, uh, reality show whatever the case might be right mm-hmm. you have a situation like this where you see sort of the same shit they might not be 
in like like you said, it might not be like a cornerstone situation of her being in a relationship, this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. But you see the smacking on the ass. You see the you know what I mean the ground. You see you see that shit. But it seemed like the shit is acceptable because you know what I mean. Supposedly mm-hmm. he's not trying to be on what he's what it seems because he like don't he, like you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Off, so, supposedly. Yeah, so he could, like, you know, they can do things that I couldn't do. Right. You know what I mean? They can go grab a ass. Well, you can't grab a ass. I'm just saying, like, they, it could be a, a, a gay guy. Uh-huh. Depending on the circumstances, depending on the woman, right? Or, or like, whatever yeah, the case like, depending be. on the woman. <clears throat> and, I, and, I, and I use this kind of loosely. Mm-hmm. You know... It could be a situation where all the women are dancing around. It's a gay dude, and all the girls. Let's say all the girls are like slapping each other on the ass. He, he, like he, he, his bongo going on. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? And that would that, now nah, I'm standing and, in the midst, and, and I get my bongo it. going on. It's all hell breaking loose. <laughs> okay, you're right about that. You, you see what I'm saying? Uh, even, even like, even when it comes to like to dancing it and gyrating and anything else. See, no, see, it, that's different. No, what I'm saying, like, yeah, he was like straddling it like a little bit differently, but I'm just saying, like, no, nah, he's straddling like a full blown straight man that's about. To but hit. still, but still, even with, even with, you know, what I'm saying, gay guys, they still, you know, what I mean, they can still get danced up on like that, like, and I mean, like, they be twirling the hips and the head thing, and he, yeah. you know what I mean. So I'm just saying, like, it's in a different space, in a different world for, for gay guys, mm-hmm. you know, where. If if it's a straight dude, it's just like, oh, you on some bullshit, this, that, and the third. Is you know what I mean? It's up. Yeah. It's up. It's disrespect. You disrespecting this, you disrespecting that. Mm-hmm. But because I think it's still a form of disrespect. But it's it's I I, I believe well, it's about okay. How, I will say it on okay. We'll do Dream Doll and Ari. Dream Doll because she doesn't have a relationship or you know a relationship that we know of up front. We look at it like, that's weird. You know, that's kind of weird. But Ari, you look at it as, is disrespectful. Because gay or not, you ain't supposed to be dancing on no other man like that. Because one, you're an influencer. You're out all the time. And they know better than anything that visuals are everything. Well, I'm going to keep it a buck like this. Money bag, yo ain't Yeah, that's money bag. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm, I'm seeing his I'm saying his name, but I'm seeing somebody else's face for some odd reason. But with money money bag, yo ain't no sucker. No, not at all. So I, I believe he would say something. Even even if he tried to be made believe like this is just what normally goes on. Or he might have said something already in all these that, and just because <clears throat> that little and you know, Joe too. ramped up some stuff, so everybody got these old clips of them doing yeah. things. Cause they broke up a couple times, so you don't know what they broke up. Again. Yeah, and like I respect, I respect him for keeping his business in house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and not taking it to social media and trying to justify this or say yeah. this or say that. They deal with whatever they gotta deal with in house. Yeah, um, which is how it should be. But it's just if you her friend. Both of y'all should be respecting the situation. Right. You know what I mean? Gay or not, you know, you got to respect the situation. And they're, uh, they're both, they're both. Influenced. But at the end of the day, I'm going to keep it a buck. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not no slander to 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 gay people or anything like that or gay guys. But they, you get a pass. You get a pass and can do everything that a man would love to be able to do and get a pass about. A straight man can do and get a pass about and can't get a pass for. Yeah, they do. You know, so so that's that's just the the gist of the situation. Yeah. At the end, at the end of the day, it's just I, I think when when Joe said something about it. He came. He 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 gave to the looted because he 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 straight up said like he straight up said like some of these gay dudes ain't gay. That's <laughs> that's what he said, you know. So that's a whole another that's a whole another subject, another topic that I'm I'm not finna like tap into. But that's a deep rabbit hole. Yeah, you know. But going off the base of the conversation that you're having, and from what you know, I'm understanding. Mm-hmm. I w- at the end of the day, I would see money back your check in that situation. And he probably has because it, during the live, you know, when she got there, it was it was a different conversation. But you know, and then but that makes for me that makes Ari look even more bad because it's like why would you even do a live when well, you know nine times out of ten that she can get back get yeah. back to him. So it's like now it's looking like a, a lack of respect, right? Because even if y'all playing like that, even yeah. if y'all playing like that, is what it look like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, Cause I y'all get it. not just on Facetime playing like that. Y'all got about ten thousand people on live watching you. Yeah, and it's just it's just one of those bases where like straight guys, we get this, we get this stigma mm-hmm. that's placed upon us. Uh-huh. You know, of of just um of being like raunchy, just trying to do whatever mm-hmm. type type of deal. When I don't think I think it's a small demographic that's like that. And, like, they kind of amplify it for everybody else. It's just a bigger impact, yeah. yeah. It's a bigger impact, you know. And, like I said, I don't care if you've seen it on reality TV, if you've actually been in the club and seen it, like, what part you've seen it, you've seen it. Oh, yeah. In, in different variations. Definitely. You know, and at the end of the day, you can, you can see a straight guy standing across, standing across the way looking like, damn, like, he's straight. <laughs> like, that's straight, what are you doing? Like, he, he's straight. Yeah. He's straight having a ball like I would be having a ball. Like that's mm-hmm. that's 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 interesting. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's an interesting situation. Like hopefully this don't, you know, have no demise today's situation, um, today relationship or like whatever the case might be. Like hopefully he don't catch no fade. Yeah. You know, off of this. Um, but like I said, I don't know the relationship. I don't know like the comfort level of anything. Or when all these footage you know, you know, videos came um, out and stuff. And that's the thing. Like, I can't say shit or be annoyed or salty, frustrated, anything if if, if money back, yo, is cool with it. Yeah. If he ain't feeling no type of way, if he feeling secure in his space, you know, then that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Now, have I heard about, you know, gay guys messing with, you know what I mean, women? Yeah, I've heard. I've oh, heard of that. I've heard. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've heard, heard from of the gay guys. You know what I mean? So, hey. Quote, unquote. People out here living. They living. They, <laughs> I'm saying. They living their life. They doing. They they doing their thing. You know what I mean? Um, hey, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and why why we kind of like on like the relationship topic like situation? Uh, I, I I don't know why I keep calling it situation, but like type thing. Um, I was watching this this uh reel on um Instagram, mm-hmm. and they were talking about. Why do 
modern day women want traditional guys, but when it comes to guys wanting traditional women, they don't want to either meet like halfway or don't want to do that at all. Okay. And and before we get started, I want to hear from you. <laughs> what do you view as a traditional man? Um, traditional man. Uh, provide and protect. Or provide. Period. You provide emotionally, financially. You provide protection. Um, I don't know. Provide. So what would you, because I don't, I don't wrap my mind about what a traditional woman is no more because we, we've got so modernized with it. So what would you put the definition of a, mo- uh, a traditional woman? Um, if you, if I'll go on the quotes of saying like a woman that holds the home down. And when I say holds the home down, I don't mean she stays at home. Mm-hmm. I just mean she holds the home down. Like, okay. Um, she might be the first one to wash clothes. Not saying you don't wash them, mm-hmm. but like she might be the first one to wash clothes. Mm-hmm. She might be the first one to cook dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, like her 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 mo is like programmed to like. Oh, okay. So like a house manager, yeah, kind like, of like yeah, like if oh, I'm not here still, I might have yeah, like you he know, might he might fuck around he might fuck around to cook dinner because you got off later than him. But if you get off regularly at this time, mm-hmm. like, you like, boom, babe, I'm on my way home. What you like to it's eat? It's like the schedule. Okay, look, this, 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 and this. We need to have this, this, and this yeah. done this week. Or, this need to or be what, paid. Or what's the toiletries we need? Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is we loan this, this, this? You right. Know, you know, like, that type of organizational mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, the life the manager, yeah. I should say. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> and You got an appointment on this day. Don't forget that. And, you know, I got to pick up. You pick up the kids this time because I got to work a little bit of this. And, yeah. Like that. And okay. her, yeah. And when it comes down to, like, like you know, cleaning and doing things. And that's the thing. Like, I want people to understand. When I say it, I don't, I don't mean, like, she's the only one that cleans. She's mm-hmm. the only one that cooks. She's the only one that do this. But... She takes pride in it, and so like it's more, it's more right. or less her angle. Yeah, it's her angle of showing appreciation and showing she gratitude likes, and dedication. She likes a clean house. She likes her, to her family fed. She, right, yeah. right. To so take the ease off of him, so he can furthermore focus on bringing in the bag Going and being the, the support. World. Right, because I feel like nowadays, like it's so pressed on a man to go get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Mm-hmm. We got this fine line of trying to be the man that go get it, get it, get it, and be a part of the family. Because this because this is what I'm saying. Like, if you're a person who have to get it on a certain level, right, mm-hmm. that takes sacrifice. Right. So when that sacrifice comes, it's going, the family is going to be impacted by the sacrifice. Well, so yeah. you might not be making birthdays. You might not be making, like, certain things because you're trying to maintain the level of, Lifestyle. Lifestyle and stature that you're mm-hmm. building for your family. Right. I get that. You, you see what I'm that. saying? So, like, but if you're home too much, but you're hands-on with the kids, you're doing this, you're doing that, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, that respect, that respect kind of shifts. Because yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, yes. Because you're not traditional. I appreciate you, do, I appreciate you doing this. Right. You know what I mean? But I expect you, I, I need you to bring in more money. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how am I going to bring in more money 
you know, when I'm holding this side of it down as well. Right. You know, so the balance and everything is skewed. So I believe it, that's what a traditional woman is in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I feel like she chooses and make a choice to impact the household this way because she's showing her gratitude and appreciation of her husband and the way he supports and treats her. Okay. And I think that's I think that's the point and that. part of it that be missing out in the conversation. Yeah. I think everybody be so focused on submissive, submissive, submissive. She need to and submiss, not, submit, submit, and this, that, and the third. People's definition of submissive is kind of skewed. Yeah. Or made up for them. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is the way I've always saw because my grandmother was. She never worked a day in her life. Mm-hmm. So it was my grandfather that went and got the bag. When he came home, he had food. He never touched his work clothes. They was always washed and pressed. Anything that can make his life easier in the home, mm-hmm. that's what she did. He he was hands-on. He had, yes, five of them. So it's hands-on with five of them, but it's five of them. You're yeah. not going to know everything about them. So certain stuff happens. She would update him, you know, okay, talk to him because such and such happened at school today. This happened. So he kind of know where to put most of his energy Mm -hmm. or make sure you off by five. We have to be at a program at the school or, and then when the grandkids Mm -hmm. came, we came. So, you know, it's more of us. So it was her job to, not have him have to come home worry about I gotta wash my work clothes I gotta press my work clothes I gotta go get my lunch I gotta go to grocery store get my lunch make sure it's made for me and you know pack my work bag and all of this stuff so yeah. it was certain things that equaled out mm-hmm. for them right and I think that's what people miss mm-hmm. when they say they want that but they can't totally provide this Cause right. it's, like you said, it's a balance. So if one person doing that, cause I, I know I, I had a friend, um, well, it was a while ago, but she would go get it mm-hmm. and her boyfriend, well, baby daddy, whatever it was at the time, stayed at home. He was great with the kids and you know what I'm saying? And she was fine with it. And he made sure that everything was cooked and she was good and, all of that and but it was still it was still that balance but that worked for them and i think people need to do that as well find somebody that has your same morals value and works what works for y'all instead of kind of coming in with a preconceived notion of this what you want i mean you should have standards and have some type of idea of how you want things to work because you don't want to get somebody that's like a total bum and not ambitious and don't want nothing and you out mm-hmm. here trying to get 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 it have the kids have to come home cook clean and you know ask him what he did all day and vice versa with the women but like it's just a it's a balance and you have to find somebody that's willing to work with you so work together so why do you why do you feel like women still want the traditional man but don't want to provide essence of what could be a traditional woman. I think 
Um, Do you think because it benefit them more? I think it's a form of scarring kind of. Because I think, one, you come up out of a certain environment. Now, I didn't see it with my mom and dad the whole time, but I've constantly saw it. it was a consistent thing with my grandmother and grandfather. So that was something that I was used to. But when you go through life, you don't meet these people first. You might come across a bum or two or a guy that's trying to manipulate the situation or whatever it is. So by the time you probably have in your mind totally what you want, sprinkle a little city girl mentality in there and um, influence from the outside world. You going to stand on some stuff like this is what I want. And sometimes depending on what part of life you're scarred in is going to come across. It might come across real wrong and vice versa for men. They might have all their stuff together, but all they come across is these girls, the gimme, gimme girls. And after a while, they're going to stand on, this is what I want. And it might come across wrong. So I just think it comes at a time and a place and who you come across in those time and places. No, I got you. And I, I think, but see, I think men are more or less willing to compromise within the space where women isn't. Because a guy will, a guy will get with a chick that can't cook or that don't really, that might not clean as much, you know, uh, and I'm not saying like women don't have moments where they might give a guy a shot or, Mm -hmm. but like when it comes to the end all be all, you know, these are like, what's honed in on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I think as generations pass and grow and things change, especially when you're looking at economics Mm -hmm. and lifestyle and everything that's around you, Mm -hmm. I think all that shit play a part too. And I think people be getting that shit missing screwed. Yeah. Especially when you listen to the 1% of the world. Yeah. And you try to compare what don't apply to you. Or your environment, you and your environment. Mm-hmm. So, but you you have you have a chick making twenty six thousand a year. Talking about I don't want to work my job. I want somebody to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And and I hey, I'm gonna keep it a buck. You got some niggas who who've been lazy all their life, who haven't had ambition, yeah, or who who mother. You know what I'm saying? May have called them in a certain way, shown them love and empathy in a certain type of way where they expect it from every woman that they get with. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that they be looking for. But I think a lot of I think a lot of this shit that come along with relationships and life, it, it teeter totter on both sides. Oh yeah. Um but I think when it comes to men and relationships, we're held to like we held to the wall on a lot of certain shit. Yeah. Regardless whether it's a small group, group, small dynamic of niggas who do it, mm-hmm. or whether it's a vast of them. You know what I mean? Like, y'all could be like, "Oh, this the city girls over here," but 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 then we the holy and faithful over here, and y'all want to be like, "Oh, it's a difference." No, we we different. We listen to city girls though. We turn up with them though. But then 
if you see 10 niggas over here that's cheating, then you got 20, 20 to 25 over here that don't, mm-hmm. then it's like, no, all y'all cheating. All, um, you ain't telling me shit. All, one, all 25, 30, 35, but even the, the 50 experience. that ain't, even the 50 that ain't here. But like, what you think the experience for the guys? But that's what I'm saying. It's the same. It's I, a, it, I ain't it, no one side of another. It, it it falls in it falls in line it falls in line the same way and sometimes I think that people be wanting to ask for shit that they're not willing to provide right like even a little bit and I think it's is a form of um fake it until you make it maybe if you could level up off of somebody else or um I think that's what that is. It's a level up. Well, this is what I want in life, and it's it's all right to. But can want I keep it. it? Can I keep it all the way a buck? Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck with you. Men grow up from boys to men. We grew up being told that women are the prize. You know what I'm saying? Y'all princesses, y'all queens. We are. Listen, I'm not saying that y'all not. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> y'all should be valued. Y'all should be put up here. This, that, and the third. Yes, we do. We grow up with this side ear of trigger all the holes. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get you some ass. Yeah. This, that, and the third. But for the most part, I'm going to keep it a buck. This is what we heard the most. Because when you're around people and when you're seeing women and seeing different things, you actually talk <clears throat> a lot of times and you see a lot of times like the right shit. Mm-hmm. It just sometimes when you're around the wrong shit and you see the experiences of the wrong shit getting you what you want. Mm-hmm. You sometimes fall in line with it, depending on who you are. Okay. And the demographic of people and the shit that you're around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not saying that women aren't queens and all this and that, and you don't deserve everything that you deserve. Because I do. But, <laughs> I think it's a situation of, when when it look at when it comes to men, men aren't looked at, especially black men, we're not looked at like, we deserve all of this, just because we're black men. Or just because we're men. We not looked at like, oh, he deserves to have a great wife, a great this, a great that. We don't we don't be it don't be presented to us like that. It be presented to us in order for us to have a great life mm-hmm. that we gotta work hard, do all this, shine and do grind and do all this in order to get a great woman. Mm. That's what's put out in the atmosphere for us. Oh. You know, in order to get a you know because Nine times out of ten, everything a nigga do is, is is to captivate or get the attention of a female. I guess. At every stage in every stage of life. Mm. In every in every stage of life, that's that's how it goes. You sure? Yeah. Okay. What what if you think differently? Tell me. Well, I don't know because I ain't a man. But but I'm just <laughs> saying, like, because that's the thing. Like when it comes to courting, like the man take the lead on on. The man is expected to take the lead on a lot of situations, right? You're supposed to. Right. But a woman don't want a man to lead, though. I do. That's what that's what is said. But the thing is, within the process of, I feel like every situation that you build when you build a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. depending on how you start it, depending on how you grow into it, mm-hmm. you're molding the foundation of how that situation is going to continuously grow and settle into right so sometimes people are like i don't know how i ended up here mm-hmm. right in whatever turmoil and whatever this or whatever that nine times out of ten you saw you saw small nuances of this 
nuances of that. It just wasn't on a grand scale. So you kind of push past it. Or you thought it. It, it'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. Or you push past or like whatever the case might be. You know what I mean? It's just like you have guys saying to you, if you ain't got no money, a chick ain't going to fuck with you. If you don't have this, a chick ain't going to fuck. Like you get it from every aspect. You okay. get it from every aspect. I get that. From guys and females of how to, of what it takes to get a female. Well, you you get it on the women's side too of what it takes to get a man, but I will say it depends on who you get it from. It depends on who you get it from. If you get it from somebody who's been in so, a- can I can I interrupt you okay, for a second? Go ahead. So the difference that I think is within this situation, when y'all when when women had that conversation to to other women about, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, um about like getting a good man or like whatever the case might mm-hmm. be that's that's quote unquote like for a husband right for a guy to get the to hit the entry though of how net a female or get to know a female you got to have this that and the third or front a lot of times that's the perception mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. but for a female a female can be beautiful a female can come with her presence and that's enough. Sometimes. You know, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying in a typical space. Yeah, oh, okay. In a typical space. Like, if you if you see a guy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and he want to approach you, you know what I'm saying, or you want to approach, whatever the case might be, you know what I mean, in his mind, a lot of times, depending on who he is mm-hmm. or what his background is, for the mass majority, he might not talk to you if he feel like... He can't give you this. Or if he can't give you this type of energy, because you ain't going to fuck with it. Now, you got people who fake it and and, and, and present this. Mm-hmm. So, like, they going hard with it because they feel like I'm presenting it. You know what I mean? I can bag her. You know what I mean? I know what I need to do. And that's where you get the city girl mentality. And see, from. and then that's. Because then we come across that. So, by the time we probably get to the good guy and you're like you know you got to have this 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 and that because i've already dealt with that but a lot of times a lot of times a lot of times a lot of times i feel like it'd be a lot of guys that don't have a lot because men ain't taught taught a lot of the right things young men ain't taught a lot of the right things we taught about survival Mm -hmm. but we're not taught about the, the the financial things and the certain things to build the basis of manhood and to really set a foundation to like where we can stand amongst men mm-hmm. and feel like a man and being like, Oh, I take care of this. I do this. I do this. Mm-hmm. My credit good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got a solid bank account. I got investments. I pay my bills on time. You know what I mean? It's a for survival man- mindset. Like you say, a lot of, Sometimes. a lot of, a lot look, check it out. A lot of times. And I say in a lot of times, but that's the males, environment you've come from. Males, males are pushed out when they're 18, 17 years old. So these foundations are not able to be built because you're having to knock your head along the way. And that's why a lot of them ain't getting their shit together till they're like 30, 35. Mm-hmm. Because they don't understand. They've just been trying to survive and do the best that they can to capitalize to this point. Because it's a lot of information that's not being given. You know what I'm saying? to you so you can take it and like elevate and get your and get your life to like that next level mm-hmm. and then something like you do you always got the demographic of motherfucker who don't want to grind 
and don't want to make the sacrifice. They just want the easy way out. Right. They, they just come along with the territory. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a vast majority of us who just don't be fucking knowing and we just be out here winging it. And, you know, you get all this information. You take what bits and pieces you feel works for you and you try to make the best out of the situation. I don't think it's a vast majority of it. Why not? Because that's not everybody. It's when you go to different environments or different places, everybody's not like that. But it's a huge amount of men that don't have this education, that don't have this understanding. Because mm-hmm. it's either they're rushing themselves out by 18 mm-hmm. to get outside and figure it out, mm-hmm. or they're being pushed outside to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sound like you disagree, but yes and no. Because okay. I do, I do see where that happens, but I don't see where I would say a vast majority of black men these days. I say it. Well, I well, you know, I, I'm gonna keep it a book. I can't speak on. I like a lot of niggas these days, cause mm-hmm. I'm not around a lot of I'm not around a lot of niggas, mm-hmm. and I handle shit a lot different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that's why I'm saying like, and it's it's a lot of black men these days because in other cultures they move a certain they move different ways, and it it works in a whole different way. So and what and that. what and what way do it, what way does it work? Like in um, some cultures. If the man moves out, if it's more than one guy in the house, brothers in the house, they'll move out together. They'll do things together. They understand things financially. But that's what I'm saying. But we don't get that teaching. Everybody doesn't get that teaching. I won't say that. It's a lot. It's a lot that don't get that teaching. But it's a lot that do. I know some that do. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying so that that's not, why. I, that's why I say it. it depends on the environment. Because I can't say a vast because in in experience I should say as well, because I've I've experienced the ones that don't get the education and stuff, but man from men. But I've experienced a lot that have, and I'm not saying that those are the ones that I've you know came into like a relationship with as far as like love wise, but friendships. Um, in my family so i've seen this so that's why i say the culture like these days of black men that i've come in contact with <coughs> i'll say it like that okay got you because yeah. i i can't discount the ones that i know do it no i feel you you know it's it's just one of those things where and everything is a perception of like who you're around and, and what grasp that you have yeah. have touched and have been in basis with, you know, and I, I'm going to keep it a buck. When I think about it, I think about all the niggas in the hood. I think about all the niggas who I've seen that come from different struggles and different experiences mm-hmm. where even if their, their mother, their grandmother, their auntie, uncle, whoever mm-hmm. was doing the best they could. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have the information to give because they were surviving. Right. So within surviving, they was teaching you to survive. 
So when you thought you did a little bit, right? So when you thought you were doing a little bit better than them, you thought you had the shit made in the shade, but it was just so much more you were still behind on, right? You know what I'm saying? So that, and I feel like that affects the way that men deal with and interact. You know what I'm saying with women because you have certain guys who feel like because they're a man. You know what I'm saying? That they are entitled to this, which mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't, I don't really get that shit. Yeah. Because it's just like shit. I don't feel like... I feel like women are entitled to more because they bring life. If really? I keep it if I keep it a buck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because without you... I don't you, like that word entitled. I don't think anybody... Okay, I, 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 I won't say entitled. I would say, you know, deserve more. You know what I'm saying? Because... When you look at a situation, when you in, when you involving yourself with a young lady or like whatever the case might be, nine times out of ten, that that woman could have potentially been your child's mother. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that changed the whole dynamic in the situation. Yeah. Because you are the one that's producing a life. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, you know, I could be the one that's dropping the seed. You know, what I mean, you have to cultivate it. Right. And nutrient, you know, to nurture it and everything else. But that's why so, I think that's another uh, another example of where it comes with balance. And so that's that's where I think, I think, <clears throat> and then I think people don't be wanting to show their hand. Nobody wants to be seen as like too soft. You know, I, you know, it's like you be on Instagram, you see these lovey, extra lovey dovey couples uh-huh. and that should be dope yeah. you know what i'm saying because it works for them and that's that's for them right but then you know you you see somebody like oh i want something like that but they're not that type of person right yeah is that is that situation you want you want a perception of what you see but not even you that's truly what you want because that's the not couples goals. yeah that's not that's not who you that's not who you are inside and out because they might be going the same through that through the same thing you going through and sometimes things they pictures just look better. Right. And and a lot of times <laughs> things are learned. Yeah. You know, because like once you get to know somebody, that's like just like even with friendships. Mm-hmm. Like when you cool with somebody, you fuck with somebody, you learn them well enough to know what they need. You learn mm-hmm. you learn them well enough to know their habits. Right. So when they fucked up, you know when they fucked up. Right. When they good, you know when they good. When they all the way up, you know when they all the way up. Mm-hmm. So you get to handle and deal with shit accordingly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you be able to deal with all them them middles them highs, them lows, them mm. betweens, you be able to deal with all that and accept that person and fuck with that person for, all that, for who they is. Right. And I feel like the same situation goes into being in a relationship. I think sometimes it's about, like, the mentality. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your mentality can be swayed and can be changed, but sometimes if you all the way dug in on your mentality, like, I feel like it can be very divisive. And that's for men and for women. Yeah. Cause like I think that'd be a lot of problems with relationships. Everybody wants to have a leg up. Everybody wants to not be the one to get hurt. Everybody want to, you know what I'm saying? To be like that. Uh, that's probably the problem when you come into a relationship like that. And I if think I come into a relationship. Yeah, I mean nobody wants to be hurt. Period. Right. But like I, I don't want to have one leg up in my relationship. But you know, somebody be like, well, they, well, I wasn't gonna let them do this to me, so I. So I, you know what so I'm saying? So I did that for so I, you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that type of situation. So I, I feel like, because I feel like with anything, there comes a risk. Any yeah. friendship, any relationship, stepping out your door, 
So you got to open Definitely. your heart and open your mind and be like, shit, I'm, I'm going to take this on the chin. Wholeheartedly, you know what I mean? whatever comes. Because like, you could take that lesson and, and take that lesson with you. Right. But not take that trauma with you. Yeah. Take the lesson with you, not the trauma. A lot of times we take these traumas with us. And you end know, up messing us and, up. <laughs> and it end up, they'll fuck you up in the long run. Yeah. Because then you be expecting somebody to fix you. Instead of looking for somebody to build you up and somebody to fuck with you, you be looking for somebody to fix all those traumas and all those mistakes and all those mishaps that happened in the past. Right. Versus embracing that person for who they are and the experiences that they're giving you mm-hmm. and the experiences that y'all can build upon. Right. You know? Okay. So, so it's, it's just... It'd be different shit like that because we can go. That's the thing. We can go back and forth on a different type of people. Oh, yeah. Different demographics. We don't know everybody in the world. Right. You know, but but it's a lot of commonality shit that we see on a regular basis when it comes between men and women, especially mm-hmm. our culture of black men and women. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of time we barking the same shit about what we want, but nobody want to give the leverage up. So each person can get and meet in the middle to get what they want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a woman can be like, oh, well, if you want me to stay at home, I'll stay at home, but I'm going to work my part-time job and keep my money to myself. Then they look like, what? <laughs> but, well, okay on that. If you get a part-time job, if you a stay-at-home mom, sometimes people don't want to ask for money if you're not giving it. But this is but who said it's not being given? I didn't see some stuff where Okay, not I'm not I'm I'm not talking about like the male chauvinistic type situation. I'm talking about Oh well, you don't have to you don't have to I'm just saying I'm just saying a a nurturing situation. I'm just saying a stable nurturing situation mm-hmm. where she's not working. You know what I'm saying? Or but working has access to the same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, well shoot, I ain't got no reason to go get a part time job and keep my own money. But that's the thing, like but that's the thing also. There's a very small demographic of women who truly understand finance. It's a difference in managing bills mm-hmm. and understanding finance. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I know that. Like, mama, mama understood finance. Mm-hmm. Mama understood, like, yeah, she knew how to ration out the bills and knew how to do this, but she knew how to put this over her and knew what to do with this. Even if he didn't know this money was over her, mm-hmm. she knew how to make this money multiply. So if, like, some shit happened, a car broke down, they they had an event to go to and need some dresses, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. She had it. She right. had. Oh, mm-hmm. where this money come from? Oh, I was putting this to the side because we had on this month, this month, and this month. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, the income was higher, so I just put this little bit to the side. This that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but see, that's the thing. We don't have those type of situations. There are women out there like that, mm-hmm. but they're not a multitude. So when in this and and being able to have that type of trust mm-hmm. is important. To blindly trust you and be like, okay, she gonna she gonna do what she need to do with this money, and I know everything is cool. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then I still got money to take her if I wanted to take take her out or take kids out, right. whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? That's the basis that I think is being confused with people thinking that they just well, and it's some niggas who just want their wife to stay at home and just work, and they bring in the money, and they tell them what to do with the money. Yeah. But in a functioning household, in a functioning situation. She has to know how to really move and manage that money and deal with that money because she is seeing the ins and outs of that money and them bills and that and that mail coming in every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that that helps him being able to focus. Like, oh, we made an extra two grand this month. Mm-hmm. Okay, well let me let me do what I did this month 
and, and try to do a little bit more so I can, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, that might turn into like a vacation trip. Right. That might turn into something else that you didn't even know was possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I think it just take that basis of communication, trusting each other, and like working together. Yeah. Like true partnership, true teamship type shit. Yeah. People be saying they want to be partners and they want to be teams. But they, they don't just be know how tell to the other person what to do in yeah. all actuality. Yeah. yeah, they don't be know how to bring the pieces together so you can level each other up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I've had to witness certain things like like firsthand. Mm-hmm. You know, like like I was telling my wife, I was like, when I was growing up, mama had me earning like silk shirts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Polyester like p- pants. And I'm like, why she got me earning this? Sh- I'm gonna fuck this shit up. But she Learn. had me understanding different type of materials. Mm-hmm. So I know how to deal with different type of materials, getting stains out, cleaning it, mm. managing it, earning it, you know, and putting the best press on it, different things like that. You know what I mean? So everything, and that's a, that's one thing that's dope about black people mm-hmm. is within survival, we learn so many gems within our survival. Yeah, you can get a trade from your grandma who ain't worked a day in her life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you get taught so many things within uh, that. Uh-huh. It's just like if we could just have that with the economic side on top of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And some other educational things to blend in it, you know, like the sky's the limit. Right. Because uh, it's just it's amazing to see what we've all been able to do and what people around us have been able to do with just the statues of what we have. Right. And the understanding of what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, man. It's just like if you really, if you really want what you think that you want for us, like staying at home and different things like that, figure out what that entails mm-hmm. and figure out how you can really contribute to that household. And because everything is about leveling up, right? Everything is about addition, not subtraction, right? So if you're trying to subtract and go get your Chanel bag, you're trying to su- subtract and go get you, you know what I mean, some new shoes or like whatever the case might be. That's going to be a strain on him because now he's trying to feed your addiction mm-hmm. versus he trying to, you know what I mean, continue to grow the household. He having to replenish everything that's being done. Don't nobody want no added weight. The woman don't want no added weight. The man don't want no added weight. You know what I mean? So you got to figure that shit out together. I still want some shoes. Hey, and with, if, but that's the thing. You carrying your weight, you keeping that shit balanced. Right. As much as possible because it's never going to be perfectly. Work. And that's the thing. When people be like, I want things to be balanced, people don't be respecting the fact of what true balance is. We they're not saying perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. They just saying balance. That balance could be sixty forty. Right. But they just balance is what makes sense to y'all. Yeah, it's, it's just what makes sense it, and what time. what what brings some peace and stability to the household. Mm-hmm. Whatever that whatever that balance is, that's that's what's gonna work for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just like when you see uh couples and. One person is at home with the younger kids. Yeah. Because it makes sense for somebody to be at home and take care of that because daycare is mortgage. So yeah, more than mortgage. <laughs> so it makes sense until the kids all in school in school and yeah. then you you go out and you balance that out. But yeah, ladies, you know, when it comes to being traditional you don't have to just be a strict traditional person. Mm-hmm. You can bring some of your modern values to a traditional way. Yeah. To a traditional wavelength. You know, certain things guys just appreciate. Mm-hmm. And it's simple things that we appreciate. So if it's 
coming to the crib, you done did the dishes and the crib is straight. Like that's something that's just appreciated. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And then you have to learn your specific guy. Yeah. Because you got some that just like to cook. Yeah. But wash the dishes afterwards. But even if he or, likes to cook and then you fuck around and fix his favorite meal like how you like it, mm-hmm. that's a turn up for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a turn on for him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's balances within through it. But just don't think like being a housewife or just a wife in general just entails just being a mother and a wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can be a boss, wife, and mother at the same time right. within the structure of the situation. Don't mm-hmm. let people downplay that shit to you and just be like, oh, well, you're his wife and you got these duties and you're supposed to do this, that, and the third. Yes, you have duties because you're a parent. You mm-hmm. have duties because you're a wife. But, you know what I mean? It's all about how you conceptualize it and, you know, turn that shit up. Make that shit fun. To make it work for you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To make it enjoyable instead of making it a task yeah. and making it a job. Because when you hear this shit, you, you're like, damn, I don't want another motherfucking job. Like, but you still got to work. You have to work, <laughs> but it's not a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, you have to work to get to success. Yeah. Even if you're doing the thing that you love. Mm-hmm. So if you're in love with the person and that's the thing that you love, you got to work at it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So all, all this shit fall hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's all I got. <laughs> you know, I, had, I had a little bit. Oh, is that all? Yeah, I, I dropped a little, little okay. song, little song. You know well, what I mean? Little, 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 little razzle right. You know, but you know, you know, fellas, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to, you know, stand up for us. Yeah. If don't nobody else do, your boy gonna try to stand up for okay. us. Okay. Especially in a sensible way. Uh-huh. I guess it was sensible. Right. Oh, see, she's she trying to downplay it, but she can't downplay I, this one. I will never downplay you, friend. You know what I mean? So. But you got anything you want to add? Uh, no, no. I think I said everything I had to say this episode. Okay. Well, Black History Month coming up. Mm-hmm. We just had Martin Luther King Day. Um, what'd you do for Martin Luther King Day? I ain't do nothing. I grind. I was I at work. In, I put in that work. That's what getting I paid twice because they pay us for Martin Luther oh, King yeah. Day now. Yeah, I, I you know I was uh just just working on some stuff, just trying to stay consistent. Just chill. Uh, it was interesting because Powell was asking me about Martin Luther King and, you know what I mean, trying to understand, like, what racism is. And mm-hmm. So that was interesting yeah. to, like, sit back and have that conversation. And he like, white people don't like us? Oh, yeah. Well, he having it real early then. I was, like, 12. Yeah, so. When he kicked in. <laughs> so, yeah, so now, you know what I'm saying, I have to, you got to talk to him because now you're looking at people sideways. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you don't like me, huh? Yeah, like, well, I don't like you either. <laughs> that's that's really that's really how you're feeling. So, yeah. you know, it's a situation. Just got to have conversations with them. To, yeah. To understand, like, everybody ain't going to like you. They it ain't got to just and be black, a Black, white, thing. or whatever, right. And so People just not going to like you sometimes. So, you know, it's just interesting to see them get older and have these experiences and, like, have to try to figure out how to maneuver through and how I want to maneuver through and educate them. On oh, his level. You know, because I was, I was watching this show, and I'm going to end it right here after this. I've been I've been tapping into this show. I should have been watching this shit. I'm fucked. I'm fucked up in the game for not what watching show this. Is it? Godfather, uh, Godfather Harlem oh, okay. about Bumpy Johnson. Psh, man, this is my motherfucking shit right now. <laughs> for as Whitaker doing your motherfucking thing, dog. I'm fucking with this. Okay. Um, I might have to watch it. But it's it got. Well, I ain't even finna talk to you. But you, but with um, it, it showed a lot of Malcolm X. Okay. It showed it showed Cassius Clay with Muhammad Ali. It showed like his transition. Oh, they, was, they was all in the yeah, same kind of yeah, 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 yeah. era. Yeah. And it 
it, you know what I mean? It told a lot. And it was just like, I learned a lot from watching it from a different perspective of watching documentaries. Not saying all of it was true and factual information, mm-hmm. but it was just, it, it really showed me how much you can learn from Martin and Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? Even though all the ideologies was different, it showed how much you could learn. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for him to make a phone call because somebody, they couldn't find somebody or somebody was, you know what I'm saying, having an issue that was going on and... You got 50 niggas deep, 50, 100 niggas deep walking down the street in suits and bow ties, like straight faces meaning business and standing on it. You know what I'm saying? That shit was hard. That's sexy. You know what I'm saying? That shit was hard <laughs> as fuck. I'm like, I'm like that man. And then, you know, to see different things that he went through with people feeling like that he was trying to like uh, level up his own agenda and wasn't really fucking with what... He was fucking with it, having so many different people looking in on him, trying to watch him. You know what I mean? From the FBI mm-hmm. to to like uh, the person that was ahead of, uh, over him and everything like that. So it, it was it's real interesting. I'm in season two right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, season three just started. Yeah. You know what I mean? Two two episodes. Okay. So if y'all if y'all if y'all ain't seen that shit, man, tap into that shit, man. That, started from episode one. Don't try to cheat. It started in the middle, because that shit, that shit good. I should have been fucking with that. I don't know where where, where I've been at. Cause I, like, that's that's a good joint. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah. So, that's that's all I got to say. I just want to throw that in there. Cause okay. That's, that's, that's been some some dope shit I've been, I've been tapping into. Okay. You know what I mean? So, since it sounds like you ain't got nothing else to add. I don't have anything else to say. I don't have nothing else to add. <laughs> Uh, but just you know, just keep the the new year, the fresh new year energy going. Keep the grind going. Keep the persistence going. Keep the energy going, and just just keep striving to be better, to do better, to live better. And you know what I mean. And everything over time, if everything don't change, everything don't glow up. Certain parts will. So just be just be patient, be persistent. And with that being said. This is episode of 111 of the More Sneakers Podcast. I'm your host, T.L. Sneakers, and this is my co-host. I sell sneakers, not dreams.